A word to the wise, formality has left the building, giving you the answers to life's questions that even your best friends would be too shy to offer. This is Snyder On Call with Ann Snyder and Julie Snyder. No relation. No topic is off limits, and even when they don't have an answer, you'll get an answer. Now, here are Julie Snyder and Ann Snyder. Welcome to Snyder on Call. I'm Julie Snyder. And I'm Ann Snyder. And we are two women who share the last name, although we are not related. Not related at all. Not married to one another. Not a couple. Not married to our brothers. Not sisters. (laughs) Not mother and daughter. And not sister-in-laws. But we do have the same last name. We've known each other for many years. and Decade plus. Decade plus. We really want to talk to women. We want to give women an opportunity to exhale. We want to give women an opportunity to laugh. And we really don't think there are enough female voices out there, whether it's radio waves, whether it's podcast, whether it's thought leadership. (laughs) We've appointed ourselves thought leaders. So that's why we have our podcast, Snyder on Call. You can like us on Facebook. Or not. I mean, like, we're not for everybody. And we get that. We get it. Today we have so, I cannot believe how much we have to talk about. I mean, I feel like it's been, I'm going to say three weeks since we've been face to face. And we have been on spring break, or as you say. Spring broke. That's right. We're done. Let's just say we're waiting until next. It costs a lot of money to keep that kid happy. Well, you took the kid on the road, and I took my kid on the road, and we've got so, we've just got a lot to talk about. We've got to talk about travel, car dealers. I've got a great story about that, a museum visit, an all-day spa day mm. with the poodles, which I want to share. I mean, if you, for, for our listeners, anybody who listened maybe an episode or two ago when Julie went on her road trip to Florida to stay with a lady friend and had the highest level of hostressery and, and accommodation. <laughs> and we're not talking a hostess cupcake. That's unfortunately. <laughs> but that particular podcast, people have had a lot of buzz about like, I want to be friends with that person. I wish my friends were like that. If everyone is lucky enough to have just one of those high rollers in their circle, I mean, kill or be killed, be that person's friend to the end because they take care of their own. But the problem is, is if you have more than one of those high rollers on your Rolodex, you're out of cash. You're out. Okay, you're tapped out. Because now. The day at the spa was, uh, I'm going to tell you all about that. And I also want to share, and I'm just going to say, I went to a modern dance fundraiser last night that included the dance troupe doing a live performance at the event. Now, that would explain why you're in your pajamas right now, but in full hair and makeup. That's right. (laughs) I don't know what I'm seeing. Leftovers. Yeah. But I am going to tell you, uh, men in ninja leotards (laughs) within 
within like five. As long as none of them are my husband or your husband, I want to hear more about it. It was like a lot of muscle and sweat <clears throat> and like interpretive and it's hair. All, yeah. There was like a Ooh. lot of body hair. And I mean, I was just trying to eat dessert and get the hell out of there before I like made a pledge for a dance instruction. Oh, but I, we we have a lot to talk about, so uh, we'll be right back. And we do do want to hear from you. So as always, we're going to open up our phone lines and let us know anytime. Snyder on call Facebook. If you want to call, we will private message you that secret <laughs> secret the secret hotline number that comes right into studio. There you go. So I'll be right back. I'm Julie Snyder. And I'm Ann Snyder. Snyder on call. And we're back to Snyder on call. I'm Ann Snyder. And I'm Julie Snyder. And welcome back. I mean... Like I said before, I feel like I haven't seen you in like three weeks, but I know in that time, it's not like you've just been sitting here twiddling your thumbs, nor have I. No, I had the dinner party, which we, I think we're going to include in this podcast, getting getting ready for the dinner party. That was a great success. And then I uh, had to get out of town. I had to get out of town. Wheels Wheels up. up. This year, the Master Snyder had off of school for about 10 days. That's excruciating. And I had planned a trip south where my parents live, where they're retired. And my husband said, oops, I forgot to tell you, but I'm going to the Masters. (laughs) Alone. (laughs) I'm going to the Masters and you're going somewhere with the Master. And you're, yeah, you're not going with me. But it was okay. But we went to my parents. They're in their mid to late 70s. They are in great health. They have all their faculties, all their parts and pieces. And that is a routine and scheduled day like no other. However, However, you get nothing done. You do nothing. But it's all scheduled. It's all scheduled. They're active volunteers in the community, and they both still drive cars. Good for and them. Good for them. Every day when you're in retirement, here's how it goes, Anne. I mean, this is... <laughs> Set it up for me, because I got about 20 more years before I can even think about this it. This is Nirvana, where you wake up in the morning, you... Have one piece of toast get and a, a cup, decaf coffee. You have that single, <laughs> not even the Keurig. In fact, you reach a point in your life where now you've accumulated not one coffee maker, not two, but probably four plus the Keurig your other daughter mm, sent plus you. Plus that percolator. And three of them don't quite work the right way. Mm-mm. In fact, the We're saving them for parts. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen so many appliances in my life. And like, and then your dad probably drives to the corner coffee shop to get a coffee. That's what my dad yeah. does. They got a million coffee makers, but my dad gets up, gets dressed, and drives out for a cup of coffee. So okay, so it starts with the coffee, and while the coffee's brewing, I decide I'm going to make PJ some bacon, and my mom says, "Well, this front burner doesn't." work. Oh, I mean, Christ. all the everything's breaking, but why should they buy a new one? No, because in, this three, stage, in three years, they're going to go into Retirement I'm Village. sure they are. And I have a lot to say, but the bottom line is that it's sort of like you're in the twilight zone. I mean, there are things in that house that have been in, in that house. Since your youth. For 50 years, and then all of a sudden, my dad has a new Apple Watch and a PC out the wazoo. 
<laughs> it's, it's a tale of two cities. So you wake up, and now it's time for coffee and a little breakfast. And and the today, on today shows on or CBS Sunday, uh, CBS this morning. And every time an ad comes on, they mute the TV. Yeah, because they don't want to be. They don't want their brain to be subliminally affected. They read Raleigh News and Observer. They read the Wall Street Journal every day. And my dad reads it in the morning. Oh, we have what? a caller. We got on. a live one. So they read the daily paper in their town, and they read the Wall Street Journal. It takes them the whole day to do it. Sure it does. Even as we're drinking our coffee in and having our toast, the conversation begins right then. What are we going to do for lunch? Oh, what are we going to eat for lunch? What do would we... you like for lunch? I can do tuna salad sandwiches. Egg salad. <laughs> a ham salad. <laughs> ham loaf. Whatever you want. I have some leftovers from last night. Now, my mom's idea of leftovers from last night is like... A little cup of coleslaw. <laughs> one eighth of an ounce. A couple fries that I can dice up with an onion and a pepper and make like a little hash brown. It's like the fishes and the loves. I'm like, those kinds of leftovers are like a passing snack for PJ. Like, that's not going to work. And when you like, like, I was just going to ask about Junior. Like, when, when they ask, you know, and what would he like? Nothing you got in this house is the answer. Because Wonder like, bread with Jif peanut butter yeah. 10 times a day. No crust. So we talk about lunch, and then everybody has to then go and shower or bathe or do their hair or go to the restroom. Sure. And all of that takes till noon. I'm telling you. like, Let's call it hygiene break. <laughs> That's how it falls in the schedule. Hygiene, hygiene break. break. And then now it's lunchtime. Uh, all of a sudden. And, and we should eat at home before we head out yes. anywhere because it's just easier. It's Now it's lunchtime. I have all these leftovers. And out comes <laughs> the whole buffet, the sliced meats, the cheeses, the assorted breads, including my mother. I mean, again, fishes and loaves. My mom uh, can have a loaf of, like, gourmet bread that they eat, like, one slice at a time. They might put it in the freezer. Mm-hmm. They might refrigerate it. That bread keeps coming out over and over again. Why do why do um, I'll say seniors or parentals? Why do they have a lot of different mustards? <laughs> <laughs> like, is it from all the like the Harry and David baskets that I come don't at know. holiday? Like, I've got they have every... a Dijon, they have a brown stone, they have a Weber's, they have a this. They, they got a honey mustard. They got a honey mustard. I mean, I, I swear to God, it's like my mom's like, do you want Miracle Whip? Mayonnaise. I have the olive oil. Olive oil. Spread. I was like, oh my God. Mom. I got butter, margarine. I've got, I can't believe it's not butter. I can't believe you're not dead with all this fat and oil. So we get that all cleaned up. And then again, everybody for hygiene. Hygiene Maybe break, shorter we'll a- than the morning, but. And Let's now we start wondering, has the mailman come yet? Oh, okay. No. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> now we got to get ready for the mailman. Yeah, because I need my alumni newsletter. I need my yep. membership renewal from insert crazy organization here. <laughs> Perhaps my Smithsonian magazine that is, is coming. Exactly. And if God's smiling down, the publisher's clearinghouse. So we sort of talk about that, think through that, might read a magazine. Now, in the day... 
that Oprah used to be on at 4 p.m. Uh, Eastern time from the time lunch got that's put the anchor, away. anchor yeah. on the schedule. You had to be back home for the 4 o'clock Oprah yep. because my mom loved Oprah and did not know how to DVR. So that leaves <laughs> us from 1.30 to 4 for activity. Right. Tight. That's tight. And activity is A, a trip to the grocery store. Yep. Oh, yeah. B, a trip to the drugstore. Mm. C, a trip to the hardware store. Right. Or when I'm in town, I'd sure like to go see Mr. Macy. Wow. He's looking for you. <laughs> and there's a Saxon and Nordstrom's. Wow. So, you know, I'll, I'll say, well, I want to go to the mall. And my mom will be like, I don't want anything. I don't need anything, but I will be glad to go, dear. Well, and the mall for an older person is a day trip. Yep. Because you got to put in all those hygiene breaks and the food court <laughs> lunch. And you, I mean, you've got to book that. you got to be in the parking lot when the doors are open. I mean, and it's right. a slow day. It's at the a mall. slow day. So, you know, we might get in the car, we might drive over, we might get out of the car. If it's this really hot summertime, my mom's got that. Aluminum blue blocker you put in the windshield. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, the car will get so hot otherwise. Wow. And then you get in the mall, and I mean, cheapers, creepers. I mean, the Slow whole time. Yeah. Now, what about Junior? Because, like, I think when you go, you're closer to your parents' age than he is. And I think when I socialize with my parents and bring my son, I think my son wants to rip his eyebrows out. He's yeah, so bored. Yeah, it's a tough. He, it, it's a tough time. I mean, he we, likes to be away. We went to art museum. We went walking path at art museum one day. He did not want to go to the science museum this time, although it's very nice. The best thing about break was that my husband ordered on Amazon a new replacement Kindle HD Fire oh, to replace. You. The other two that are broken. Thank you. So that came day two. So once PJ got loaded Miracle. into Grandpa's wireless. Yeah. He, he could continue communicating with the man in <laughs> Thailand who he's currently constructing he's a nuclear pl- <laughs> reservoir electronically with. I don't know what he's doing on there. He could keep doing it. You I know. always get suspicious when I see the kids wearing, like, the headset yeah, and typing real fast, like, who are you talking no, to? No, he doesn't wear a headset, but he's he's playing some sort of Minecraft game, whatever. I wish him all the best. And, uh, Just don't bug me. He, he was very good at uh, walking the neighborhood. So... I guess the point is that we look forward to the day when our whole day can rotate like that. Because you know what? Around meals and hygiene and Oprah on rerun. And you come. What time's bedtime over there now? Well, by I mean, nine, light, nine o'clock, we're exhausted. I mean, 10 would be late. Well, you've done a lot. You've you know, day we'll, you. we'll have dinner at night. My dad will open a bottle of wine. We'll watch a PBS special. <laughs> Antique Roadshow and <laughs> yeah. off to bed. And good night, nurse. Nice. I mean, that's it. Nice. You know what? And and see in the morning. But how fortunate we are to have our parents. To be alive and on this earth. And I will just say this. When you're in the South and you go visit your parents and the, quote, air conditioner is set to 73. Oh. Oh, <laughs> I was cooking like a goose. Shake and bake. I kept saying, <laughs> oh, can we turn... How do I turn? Well, you could turn it down to 72. I'm like, Mom, it should be like 67. I mean, the big joke it at my parents' house is so on, hot. on their thermostat, and they have the central air as well, but on their thermostat, there's actually like a bracket that says comfort zone. <laughs> and I'll tell you right now that the, For the, the dial is never within the two. The dial is never within the parameters <laughs> of the zone. It is always like 
Africa hot or Antarctica <laughs> cold. And my mother is like crazy freak, like, who touched that dial? Like, oh my God, like, I can't breathe or I can see my breath or do you see the sweat on my forehead? It's oh, oh, too much. We love our moms. We love our dads. We are blessed they're still all on this earth. And we only hope and dream that someday our days will go like that, Anne. Mm-hmm. So with that, I think we need to take a little break, crack Hygiene a window. Hygiene break. <laughs> crack a window. We'll be right back. I'm Julie Snyder. I'm Ann Snyder. Welcome back to Snyder on Call. I'm Julie Snyder. And I'm Ann Snyder. And we are here for women. We're here to give advice. We're here to certainly talk to each other. We believe really women have so much higher levels of awareness and insight. And oftentimes that insight goes unshared or unnoticed or unacknowledged. But not here on Snyder on Call. We love to talk about nothing. There, I think it was podcast two, we talked a little bit about getting our hair done and how much we encourage women to really take care of their hair, spend the extra time and the extra money. I mean, I don't want you to give up your groceries, but, you know, a blowout, a little touch-up, a little frost, a little color. All of that's good. Go the distance. And this is one of the things that separates men from women. Men are from, are they from Mars or Venus? They're from Mars and the ladies are from Venus. And when I say that, it makes me think of Venus the razor that they currently sell in the store because that is... Again, for the representatives (laughs) from Venus, operators are standing by. But I'm telling you, Anne, we were at a dinner just the other night. And in the dining room, I looked around. I feel like the generation below me, at or below my age, really, it's time for an intervention on their hair. I would tend to agree, because I was also at said dinner, and I feel like we really saw, uh, I think we saw a little bit everything. We saw a lot of men just receding hairline, going bald, but they're, they're not going to do it. They're just going to go fully bald. They're going to shave it all off. They're going to shine that dome, and they're going to be proud. And they're going to shine her, but she going to come back prickly pear porcupine. Right, there's a maintenance. There's a maintenance. you got to maintain bald. You can't just shave her. It's and- like shaving your legs. You got to It's gotta like shaving. You got to keep up. And then this new look, it's lumberjack chic. What's it called? Lumberjack, urban lumberjack. The I don't know. The beards that I have seen are revolting, are completely. Well, all of a sudden, everybody's breaking Amish. Uh. And like they're doing it. <laughs> they're doing it like where we're going for a cocktail or having a sandwich. Uh. And I think I've noticed recently on my morning coffee stop where the guys, uh, the gentlemen who have beards that work there, they uh. wear kind of like a hairnet over their beard. That's, I mean, cut it's it out. Gross. Cut it out and cut it out. It's gross. I mean, you got your five o'clock shadow, you got your goatee, you got your. <laughs> You got your bald head with a full face of hair. Ugh. And I, then uh, there's also the men. I don't know what the male name is, so I'm just going to say what I call it. It's a ponytail. <laughs> She's a pony and a phony. She? These men are wearing, they have long, stringy hair. There's a reason why men should have their hair cut because women 
with beautiful long hair. They work on that hair. They brush it. They comb it. They, they color style it. it in they have products. But when you see a man in a ponytail, yeah. It's gross. You can't channel Jesus Christ and <laughs> Peter Frampton. You can't do it. Now, how about the guy we saw at that dinner who had, like, the, the crazy quaff of oh. hair? And it looked like he had parted his hair with, like, a ruler. He had, like, a real straight and precise part in, like, a full head of thick, luxurious, salon-quality hair. Let's face it, ladies. Men are insecure about their hair. They really are. And if you are married, dating, or maybe you're a male listener and you're blessed with like a good head of hair, you're taking that all the way to the grave. Like if you get to 40, 45, 50, and you still have that same full Lush head of hair, luxurious. it's not going to leave you. Yeah. There's almost a sense of showing off because those yeah. guys spend time on their yeah. hair. And whether they are 40 or 50 or 60, most of them, they're still putting a product in there. Yeah. They're keeping it a beautiful length. you got to keep it groomed, though. I'd love to hear from one of our male listeners and, and maybe tell us, like, what is the coming of age where, because our little boys, I mean, they don't ever want to comb their hair. They don't ever want to put a comb or a brush or a product through it. Or shampoo. Like, what, is, <laughs> what is the coming of age where you say, hmm, Maybe I'm not feeling the grease lightning anymore, <laughs> and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna comb her over and actually rinse rinse the shampoo out of my hair. I think it's when when they hit puberty and they yeah. start and they like the the ladies oh. or or whatever Sheepers. genre or gender. I think that's when they do. But we just want to say this, ladies. It is part and parcel of the package of being in relationship with men that you have to tell them that it's time to get to the barber. Right. I mean, it's time to take care that. of that hair coming out of your nose or your ears or right. your Dial nostrils. Her back. <laughs> Dial her back. I mean, get her trimmed up, get her shaped up. We're cutting up. the grass, we're cutting the hedges, we're maintaining, we're maintaining. Yeah. And really, unless you're a celebrity or what is that, Sam Fear or Eric Bolton, what's that guy, the Bolton? Michael Bolton. Michael. But even he came to yeah. a certain age where he decided, <laughs> I better cut it out. Yeah. La- ladies, the nudge and the assistance on the hair is, is really appreciated. So let us know what you're thinking at SnyderOnCall.com. Just kidding. Just let us know. Come on our Facebook page and post. We'll be right back. I'm Julie Snyder. And I'm Ann Snyder. Well, welcome back to Snyder on Call, and I'm Julie Snyder. And I'm Ann Snyder. And we're here for women. We're here really just to talk things out. We lived, worked, and bore children, (laughs) if you will, about the same life journey in many ways. We love to share virtually every detail of everything that happens to us when we're not with each other. (laughs) And over the last couple of weeks, there's been spring break. Why don't you share with us a little bit about your time on the road? My son and I thought that in lieu of any trip to a tropical destination, cruise ship, a visit to anybody who might live anywhere warm, we thought we would leave our northeastern home and drive seven hours 
and, and some change oh. to visit friends. My dear friend, my one of my best friends since kindergarten. Other um, than me. Other than you. <laughs> down in the Washington, D.C. area. The Capital District. Sure. And there's a lot to see and do there when you have an 11-year-old boy. Nation's sky's capital. Sky's the limit. Free. So, a lot of free things. A lot things. of free things. Federal, affordable entertainment. Your federal tax dollars at work. A lot of people keep thinking everything down in D.C. is free. And I just remind you on April 15th, Take a look at what that federal tax mm-hmm. bill is, because that's your admission that's into your the freebie. That's your admission into the Smithsonian and the Capitol. So I've been going to D.C. for a lot of years. This was the first trip, Julie, where I was actually a party to lines and lines and lines and lines, lines outside the Smithsonian around the building. Um, no disrespect to Dorothy's Ruby slippers, but I ain't waiting in no line. No, thank you. So, first of all, like on the road, without my husband with us, Shangri-La, because <laughs> we don't have to self-catheterize. We can stop about 1,500 times if we want to use for a, hy- for a hygiene break, if you will. Because when he's driving, nobody's no, stopping. No, you better curtail Hold it. Curtail the liquids. Don't and, drink. Yeah. Sorry, because <laughs> we're only stopping once, and it's fully fun. It's gas. It's pass. And and get, and, and get <laughs> and, your, and get yourself a snack and back on the road. Uh, not so, another drink, though. No, not another sip of liquid. <laughs> so, and I think we've mentioned in previous podcasts, like when you're traveling, <laughs> suddenly you're parched. You are so thirsty and hungry for garbage. Another another day, perhaps we'll get into that one. We'll do a throwback Thursday. But anyway, Master and I get in the car, we drive at our own speed, we get our own snacks, we listen to our own music, we stop as many times as we want for hygiene break. So we get down there in about 24 hours. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm joking. We got down there in, in seven and a half hours. But you know what? We didn't hate each other, and we were still talking to each other when we got there. So there's something to be said for slow and steady. I love it. So we stayed with friends, and they were working, and their kids had school. Now now let's just pause, uh, yes. because I know we have listeners in the Washington, D.C. area. Were they inside or outside the Beltway? Were they in the uh, district? They were in Vienna, Virginia. Oh, Vienna, Vienna, Virginia. So you know what? You're on the fringe, but you can still get where you need to go on the metro. And I feel when you have a young boy... The metro itself is an attraction. It's part of the fun. So the first day we just kind of laid low. We went to see my friend's daughter in a eighth grade production musicale of Sound of Music. (laughs) And there was some gratuitous editing done. But still, I mean, like Captain Von Trapp looked like he came from Bollywood. And there were, you know, none of the Von Trapp children looked remotely like they were... (laughs) They look like Brad and Angelina's kids played the Von Trapp. <laughs> the Von Trapp. It was eclectic, but well, it's, it's diverse. We embrace diversity. So that is hilarious. Saw the production. It was wonderful. Bravo, Morgan. Yeah, no white Aryan race extras. No, absolutely <laughs> not. And then the next day when everyone had gone to work and school, my love and I jumped on the metro And we thought we'd go to the Spy Museum. Well, guess what? Prince of Peace doesn't want to wait in the line. They said it's going to be 25 to 30 minutes. Mm -mm, Not for Fauntleroy. So we head over to... The National Portrait Museum? uh, Line out the door. Air and space, you betcha. Hop online up to the Washington Monument. You got to wait. 
over at the old Lincoln Ford Theater. Ooh, you should have came at 7.30 a.m. and got some tickets. So I did what any good mother would do. I brought the kid a burger. We bought $60 worth of tickets on the double-decker. And we did it on <laughs> wheels with the headset. I, I love it. Cherry blossoms in bloom. I love uh, it. Not to be any kind of derogatory, but Japan must be empty because they all came to see <laughs> their cherry blossoms. Lots of buses, lots of school groups. We visited my friend's country club and had a delightful meal with her fiancé and his children. And you were not wearing denim. No denim allowed. Uh, nor were uh, your cellular devices no. used in the common area. No. She has a chihuahua, which I found a little annoying. <laughs> Again, I... Yeah, t- when you're a house guest, this is the trade-off. And you could have gone Ritz-Carlton, Georgetown. All day. But you went Vienna, Virginia as house guest. And mm. guess what? Well, you pay a price. Enjoy the animals. That's right. Sorry. And everyone who lives in that house full-time doesn't mind that yipping and barking and insanity but for (laughs) sort of like someone else you know with a jack russell but for a guest i found it to be just off-putting but guess what i don't say a word because (laughs) f-r-e-e what hostess gift did you bring flag on the play didn't bring a hostess gift because well i disclaimer disclaimer in just three short weeks, I am underwriting a gal's weekend, which I know you've done recently as well. And we can segue uh, for a bunch of us to celebrate her second wedding, which I also know that you've done. So you can appreciate <laughs> oh, yeah. when you're in the shadow of 50, you know, over under. I, the, the rules change, but my friend and I, we're past the hostess gift. We're past okay. the birthday gift because okay. we're like sisters. You're like sisters. It would be like me bringing you a hostess it, gift. And, and I'd be offended if you did. Thank you. Really. Enough said. Good times had by all. Much like when you went to visit your parents, there's always like, nev- it's waspitality. Never enough food put out. Like, what do you want for breakfast? I have toast or I have a bagel. You know, and I got I got an 11 year old kid who no wants snossage. a breakfast buffet. Yeah, they not an snossage. egg, not a cereal, not a juice. Like tough, tough living. Yeah, you know, like we it, have our toast with a Coke because it's just all girls who live in this house right now. So uh, everybody has a diet Coke and a, and a piece of sourdough. Well, I do look forward to hearing about your girls' getaway, but I really look forward to your friend's second wedding. Oh, yeah. It's in June. It's in June, June at the end. Snyder on Call is going to be all about the brides. Oh, yes, and, it is. And uh, we continue to get so excited about June. I do want to segue. Uh, we're going to take a break. But I do want to share my most recent out and about at the spa, the spa day. Yeah. Uh, I cannot wait. Get your terry cloth robes, lady. (laughs) Get your pumice. Get your pumice. Get ready because we're going to go. We're going to go. I'm Julie Snyder. I'm Ann Snyder. We'll be right back. Snyder on call. I have a question. Well, great. I'm Julie Snyder. And I'm Ann Snyder. And let's hear it. We're here to help you with anything at all. We're in studio having coffee and just taking callers. Okay, great. I'm having coffee too. Excellent. So here's my question. I um and it's it's a it's a real question. I have 
I, I work well, wait, in an office. Wait, wait, wait. That's a Not real question. A Are you implying that Snyder on call is, <laughs> no. is full of fabricated <laughs> questions? Faux in any way. No, 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 not in any way. But sometimes people think, oh, is that real? But it's real. It's, real. it's a real. It's a real kind of a dilemma, unfortunately, Lady, in, work, in my workplace. We're for real and we're here. What's up? I work in a, it's a, it's a small office and the little cubbies are kind of close together where we work. And we, I have this one guy that works behind me. And when, even when you walk by, it reeks. I mean, the smell oh. is, you. and other people, you know, when we have meetings, you know, they know that there's that smell, but nobody says a word to anybody. And it's, uh, I think he has really bad. Do you go to a meeting? Gum like, disease or something. Do you go to a meeting 30 minutes early just to vie for position away from him? Yeah, you don't want to sit next to him. We keep the door open because in the wintertime, we can't open up the windows. Now we sort of are because... And you f- I, he's so nice. You feel really bad for him. And he also, I think, has, you know, intestinal issues, too, because there's... It's just, oh, you're saying even... there's there's an upper and lower vent, if you will. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, bad. How old is he? And, and, and I, I'm... Oh, he's like 30, he's in his 30s. Oh, is dude. he married or single? You know what, he's not married. Jeez, I you're know kidding. why, I think. Jeez, you're kidding. Does he live with his mom? In a basement. You know... <laughs> I'm not sure if he has roommates or not. I don't know, but it, it's gross. And then here's the other problem. On top of that, with coworkers, we have clients that come in, and we have to almost try to make sure we don't go by his little cubby if we're going to a meeting room. <laughs> like on I mean, the, it's kind on of the, Well, it's like on the office tour. We're just going to avoid this area's under construction. <laughs> uh, that that odor you smell is a gas leak. <laughs> oh, my God. How long has he worked there? Is he a new hire? Um, uh, no, he's not. He's been there for a while. And has I think, he always had this issue? Well, since I've been there, yeah. And not that I'm a newbie. I've been there about a year. It's so like like, do I talk to the supervisor who is friendly? It's also a guy supervisor, just so you know if that. Well, so if they it's tend man to, to man, do. I feel like the guy could say, hey, buddy. <laughs> All right. Here's the advice. Thank and, you. And let's just talk about workplace parameters, boundaries. The new continuum of work environments now is to have everybody close because in cubicle city it creates synergy it creates collaboration cooperation Mm -hmm. open air but what it also creates is you are way too close to other people's human (laughs) well they say familiarity breeds contact so <laughs> okay, just so you know, he also eats at his desk, and it's uh, disgusting. I'm okay, out. I'm it's out. Just, and I'm not making this crap. I am telling you, he is. I don't think he gets it, and I don't think anybody ever. Is he dabbling in like Middle Eastern spices at the moment? Is he eating? Like, <laughs> no, oh, thank God, that would be awful. Is he eating like oh. a, a liverwurst sandwich with onions? <laughs> Oh, this is awful. People like eat something, they kind of max their. So this is what hear him do it. It's it's just it's it's so nice. It's torture. Okay, workplace torture. Being nice does not grant people permission on any level to get away with that sort of behavior. And here's what I'm going to tell you to do. The first thing I want you to do is in a non-emotional way and in writing, like in a draft email, you're not sending it to this guy, so don't worry about that. We're not going to go like fraternity prank and leave an anonymous note for the guy. I just want you calmly and methodically to list the issues that are impacting 
not just your work environment directly, but also things that you believe are impacting the ability of that company to be productive and make a profit. So just Tick them off, one through 10. Eating, you know, consuming food at desk, not keeping a clean workspace, uh, lack of proper hygiene, halitosis. Aggressive odors in the commonplace area. You know, wh- whatever those issues are. And the minute you bring a client into it, if they, uh, you're communicating some of this on behalf of clients, the the, up, no. the upper, the uppity-ups are going to take note. That is a good point. So, so you, the client you get, that, you get yeah. that list together calmly. And then if there are one or two other really trusted people, I'm not talking the office Wikipedia or the Workopedia, as Ann calls it. (laughs) And I'm not talking the Gladys Kravitz Nebnos. I'm talking like a trusted colleague who maybe has been there a bit longer than you, but also someone that sort of thinks in the right way. You might want to go over those concerns with this person in the context of, am I missing anything? Because I think that we, we need to go have coffee off-site with so-and-so and run through these things. Because I'm telling you, male supervisors are clueless. They're like Neanderthal meets Neanderthal. And but they will listen to you as a woman. You need to go over these items and issues very calmly off-site and just say, these are things that are impacting my work, the work of my colleagues, but most importantly, they're really impacting our business potential. He's got No, that's a good that's a valid point. He's got to deal with it. And that way you're not making fun, you're not belittling. Don't make one comment about the guy's personality. Don't say he's a nice guy. He can be a nice guy, but like if he's stinking it up every day, that's ridiculous. It's It's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. Like in this day and age, unacceptable. It is. And, and, and just stick to the points, and that's it. Exactly. So I think that's a good idea. It's I not personal. That. It's business. And if he's got some kind of medical issue or some kind of, I don't even know, some kind of ailment that is causing these emissions, like, <laughs> let's, emissions. let's address with employee there health. There might be. Like, you yeah. know? Right. There, no, there might be. I don't know. I don't really talk to him as much. And, and, and perhaps perhaps management is aware of the issue, and they can say, appreciate your concerns, but you're going to want to stand down because <laughs> do he swallowed yeah. a skunk like or whatever. Well, they're okay. going to they're gonna document it, and they're going to have to have documented conversations. And I don't know how large your organization is. If the super if, it Right, because like in a big corporate America, you do send emails like that directly to the HR rep for your department. And it is dealt with because that's that's how big companies deal with There's this. There's a hypersensitivity to. I, I got news for you. Yeah. If this guy, if you were working next to this guy in Wall Street, uh, he'd be gone the next day because like companies, yeah. big mm. companies, don't put up with that. Got that right. So we. No, should... this is a small. So I'm. But you know what? I will start writing something up and see what the. Uh... There is another supervisor down the hall for another area. She's a woman, so I can. Well, there you go. Now, now there, now there are two full brains on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah real working brains, correct. <laughs> well, find your voice. Keep all the emotion out of it. You're not here to cast judgment. 
Ann and I never judge. Not, we simply well, not to your face. Well, that's no, that's, oh. that's why we're on the yeah. radio. We're, you were we, raised right. You we don't judge. They got that right. <laughs> well, good All luck. Right. Well, thank you. Call us back and let us know. And if none of that works, then go with the high school prank. Leave a bottle of like Glade. <laughs> go with like an industrial a scope and a pepto Febreze and, and like a gigantic <laughs> Listerine and you know. <laughs> I'm, All right. I'm, All right. right. Thanks. Let us know Thanks, how guys. it goes. Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. <laughs> And welcome back to Snyder on Call. I'm Julie Snyder. And I'm Ann Snyder. And we're here for women, and we're here to discuss things that, quite frankly, we don't think men really should be listening to. Yeah. We're really a show for women, about women. And this is the kind of, the kind of things we talk about are the kind of things that even if you stand and talk to your spouse, your boyfriend, your husband, they tune out. They don't care. It's not important to them. But quite frankly, we feel that there's a huge audience out there share our views. So I wanted to share with Anne the fact that I had a spa day. And while Anne and I often go for a manicure, a pedicure, a little eyebrow waxing, we have to really save up our shekels to go live the high life in a spa. Well, and I also think like a spa is like when you've reached the ceiling of your tolerance. Like you got to go have a spa treatment. When you go for mani-pedi, like at least where we go, it's a sensory overload. We're so busy watching the clientele, trying to figure out if the people are talking about us. There's a, a buzz of activity. And a spa is really when you flip the switch. You flip the switch. And the thing is, is that I went with four other women, one of whom was celebrating a birthday. One of which was not me. One of, yeah, you weren't, <laughs> you weren't on this guest list. I'd be happy you weren't. Thank God. Uh, it was a lot of money. It was a lot of money, but it was worth every bloody dime. So the first thing I want to talk about is when you get to a spa, the lights are dim. Mm. Beyond checking, lights are dim. Right, because they don't want you to see the prices. You're asked to remove all your clothing and put on a bathrobe you're given a pair of slippers and you're given a key to a locker where you can lock up all your crud there is a soundtrack of spa music (laughs) that is if if it weren't for what i what i'm about to describe to you that i experienced that music in any other context would make you mental because it's zamfir right the pan flute and a buddhist gong and a trickling brook and a trickling brook and birds chirping yeah but keeping that all in mind and maybe we'll sound effect that into this segment i mean i could really really go nuts and but keeping that now do you think those are this might be another conversation but do you think those are really like recorded in the wild do you think that's like (laughs) studio enhanced birds like they're just running a fountain i think they're at dave's pet world with the mic and the bird (laughs) 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 i'm telling you it's crazy so I felt because the winter had been so so cruel to my skin <sighs> that having thought back to the last time I was at a spa, which was the Camelback Spa, 
in Camelback, Scottsdale, Arizona. Wow, nice. And that was when I had first experienced a salt scrub. Oh, geez. So I looked at the menu, and I signed up for something that I'm going to go ahead and have you you read. It is the, as, as I understand it, <laughs> it's called the Himalayan Body Ritual. Hello. So that doesn't say to me that you're having a therapeutic session. That says to me you're tied to a stake, <laughs> and like King Kong is coming to like rip you off of off of your steak and have a barbecue. <sighs> so this is, it's a 50-minute treatment, as it were, and we won't get into cost because that's gauche, but we'll talk a little bit about what it is. Prized for its therapeutic properties, pink Himalayan salts exfoliate to detoxify, smooth, and soften your skin. All right, let's pause, pause. right there. So there are... <laughs> When you're talking salt, you're not talking Morton salt. You're not talking kosher salt, and you're not talking sea salt. You're talking a Himalayan salt. Well, pink Himalayan salt. And it's pink, and it comes in, first of all, in order to experience this, you're so now you're in your robe, and you're in the lounge with all your other friends, and we're all pretty nervous at this point because we, we're going to all get taken out to separate treatment areas. Uh-oh, uh-oh. So they're going to separate the poodles, which make us a little nervous. But my woman comes. Her name's Yvonne, Y-V-O-N-N-E. And she is happy to meet me and brings me into a room. Does that, she speak your native tongue? She had a Canadian accent. Oh, okay. We were south of Toronto. And she's got this room. First of all, the lights are so dim, it takes me a little while to acclimate. Oh, and the room, mystery. <laughs> the room has a sink with running water. It has a shower, an enclosed beautiful shower. There is a table waiting for me. It looks like it has a sheet on it, but under the sheet is like saran wrap. Uh-oh, like a uh-oh. big... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we're wrapping a side of beef. <laughs> like I was getting a marination. Wow. So she explains she's going to go through three different procedures. And the first two relate to your Himalayan salt. She's going to use a coarse salt scrub, mm-hmm. a fine salt Do you have a visual on scrub. it? Do you have a visual on the salts? Like you no. Don't, you don't know what she's rubbing on your body, but she's, she's going to say it's salt. She got a mud layer Ooh. and then a Mongolian oil. Ooh. And in between, I'm going to have the opportunity to shower. So she's going to... In between each layer? No. In between in between mud, after mud, it's salt. Pre-salt. Salt, no. (laughs) Pre-mud, post-salt. I'm getting a a big salt. I'm getting a little salt. I'm getting mud. I'm getting wrapped in a saran. Wow. I'm getting a dry facial. I'm getting a dry facial. Then I'm showering. Then I'm getting a Mongolian oil. Wow. So she's going to step out, and I can go ahead and get undressed and get under blanket. Now, this is like you're like, oh, for Uh, cripe's sake. I've had three kids. There's no cameras in here. Who cares? And meanwhile, Zam Fear is starting to he's, him. He, he's 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 a pied piper. <laughs> he he piping you into Xanadu. <laughs> like what the hell? Fine, go ahead. Who cares? So I get all queued up under blanket, and then she's like, "Hello, Julie, are you, you ready? Hello." I 
said, come on in, Yvonne. And she starts scrubbing and rubbing, exfoliating. Ow. Now, I'll tell you this. I've had the salt scrub before. A little bit of advice. Don't shave your legs that morning. Because <laughs> that salt. That's a burn. That's salt. Can I Feel d- the burn. I, that happened to me in Scottsdale. May I ask about the size of the granulars on the large salt? I mean, mm. is it a quarter carat diamond size? Mm. Is it a chippy? Is it like, what do we, for our it's, for our listeners who have not had the luxurious opportunity. Well, it's smaller than road salt. Okay. And it is mixed in in an oil base. And you don't really see it. But yeah. it, it is, I mean, you're getting exfoliated. She's rough and ready. You getting sand on the beach. You getting a rough sand on the beach with an oil. And she going, she start on your left. She peeled back discreetly mm. your sheets and you towels. To show your <laughs> shank. Your shank. She's going to start on your shank. She's, she's the saran wrap. I, I don't know what. But she go Ooh. up and down your leg, all over your heel, your foot, and she's scrubbing. Ooh. Then she cover. Is she wearing a glove or she bare oh, hand? No, she's wearing a glove. Okay. Then she cover that region up and, and go, go over more. to the other side sure. discreetly just to expose the leg. She rubbing and buffing. And then she cover up. Then she come up and do your arms. Wow. Then she discreetly cover another region your, your like pri- your your metal section. no your privates your no. your laid your your privates up midriffery your midriffery is covered so you know your your decolletage region <laughs> are covered <laughs> imagine you're wearing a bandeau bandeau what's it called like a bikini thing not in my wheelhouse well they, i'm saying <laughs> they don't do that but they do go sure. to your they take care of your gizzard area now <laughs> They, 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 For me, they I... tenderize the meat. <laughs> That's what it felt like. I was like, well, and then she says, I'm going to help you sit up so I could do your back. So then she roll you up. She's so I'm out. She, I'm out. And it sounds messy. And it is messy, but it's great. Then, you, then she starts on the fine salt. Then she starts on the, uh, the mud. Okay. Oh, gosh. And when that mud's going, that mud's showing. No doubt. And then she wrap you all up. Tight in the Reynolds wrap. And it's like a plastique Ooh. with towels and sheets. And I don't even know what. And I'm just like, I'm listening to Xanadu. Uh, I'm detoxifying. But the other thing that's happening, I'm getting real thirsty. Because <laughs> you know how like if you put salt Ooh, on an salty. egg. <laughs> no, you know salty. You know how if you put salt on an eggplant, it sweats it out? Well, <laughs> Wow. You, get, you're being blanched. I was kidding. Yeah, that's what's happening. I was like, oh. Oh, my. I'm thirsty. I mean, she said, I well, have a vinegar sponge? Should I have a little, a little something? She said, I'm going to bring you water because you're starting to detox. You're starting she, to shrivel She up. said the toxins are getting pulled out. So she further basting. Basting and racing. So wow. then she says, I'm going to step out of the room. I want you to go in and shower. Oh my God. So, Jesus. Do not get any so, granules in your eyes I don't, or I, I don't know what, you know, like it's dark. Do you have I'm, your glasses on? Like, no. Oh I my gosh. On. I can't even. <laughs> I, <laughs> Helen Keller in the <laughs> shower. <laughs> like, so I when I stood up for the first time, oh, man, geez. there's a mirror and like, <laughs> like <laughs> it's a good ah! thing I didn't have a camera. I mean, and I was all. Covered in black mud, oh except God. for Walking Dead, the regions Zombie. I was talking about. I went and I turned on that shower, and 
He oh my her god, down. it was heaven. But I looked at the bottom of the shower and it was all black mud flowing all off right. of me. So then I had to go back to table. (laughs) Now, I got some questions. (laughs) Does she unwrap you from the the saran wrap or like you kind of work your way out of her? She unwraps Like Houdini. Saran and put me put a towel on me. Oh my gosh! I don't know. And so then, are you going back through the table with all that gush? No, she's while I'm in shower. Right, she's in a fury. In a fury, changing. She goes Swiffer. Sure, she (laughs) she clean up all the like a crime scene. (laughs) (laughs) She clean it up so there's no DNA. Okay, so anyway, so all of my. All of my dermis layers have now gone down the, the, the sloughing, if you will. Yeah, and it does feel so good. I can imagine. I go back now on a heated towel surface, and out comes the part uh, two. Now, p- part two of the description. After <laughs> after that merriment has ensued, it will be followed by a relaxing application of merengue <laughs> oil. Known as the world's new wonder oil, the most nutrient-rich oil on earth. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) So when that wonder moringa, now does she does she warm the moringa oil or? (laughs) It was warm. I mean, now it was just like Calgon. Take me right, because now Zamfir bl- blow you <laughs> blow your brains out, because I'm going to the promised land. <laughs> oh Jesus! Birds are chirping, water trickling. I'm so dehydrated. Let's, let's go for lunch, Yvonne. I was so dehydrated. That's okay, because your nutrient-rich oil rubdown is on the way. Felt so good. Again, the leg, the leg, the arm, the arm, the back. Oh, man. I said, oh, and she says, now I'm going to step out. Can just put your, now, do you think like for this is for put the listeners your robe too? On. When when the masseuse or attendant steps out, what do you think all goes on when they all step out into the hall? Do they like talk about like you should see the fat rump on this broad? No, or, like her heels were so dry. No, or I got a real talker in there. Like, do you think they chat I don't or think they so. like? I don't think so. I, don't, I think they're just debrief. they're doing a job. They don't violate. And I I am not skin and bones, and I did. I, I try to be like so not insecure about my body. Like I don't want to be like, oh, sorry. But I did sort of say oh, during no. during the, oh, no. during the Wonder Oil session. No, I said, you know, I'm sure you have all sorts of body types, and it's sort of great to not have just like really rigid muscles. <laughs> To have, you know, a person like me that's sort of real supple. I mean, what are you getting, like, dead air? All you can hear is birds chirping because your vibe's just like, Pah. She's just, like, putting on my lotion and mm-hmm. potion, mm-hmm. finishing mm-hmm. up. Yeah. She's going to step out. I can put on my robe and meet my friends back in the lounge. Wow. 
So she if you don't slide off the she table. Steps, <laughs> she steps out. I put my robe on, and now between my dehydration, <laughs> my dark like it's, mascara running, it's no dark. doubt, yeah. Zamfir music, right. like sure, it's all coming to roost. It's like when you walk out of the movies oh, and you're yeah. like, I don't know, your where, eyes are trying to adjust you. Like, I didn't yeah. know where I was. I didn't know what I was doing. Oh my god! And I walk out, <laughs> and three of my four friends have returned from their area. Now, does everybody look like a lemur? Like all their eye makeup is like kind of <laughs> smudged. Everyone's got the big black. Everybody circles. looks so beautiful. We just all look like Glowing. little babies. Like wow. we're all like, oh my god, that's so good. One had a facial. One had a deep tissue. One had a, a some sort of relaxation. Wow. Massage. Nobody had the eighty-five minute crazy like me. Right. Like mine was eighty-five minutes. Right. Nuts. But they said, we're just ordering champagne. I said, oh, my God, if I don't get water. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to blow away in a dust cloud. Like, I'm I'm in a zone. It was great. It was followed by a pedicure, a really high-end pedicure. Wow. And all I can tell you is, ladies, a lot of things get in the way from spending time on ourselves and spending time with friends. You can come up with every reason why you can't do it. Not enough money, not enough time. Make the time. Guilty working mom. You know what? I felt so great. And we had so much fun. All of these ladies, we all have men in our lives. We're all married at that point. But we had so much fun together. And just do it because so important to get with girlfriends or sisters or even your mom if you could stand it for 85 minutes and just get off site. Relax. Don't be intimidated. Don't be insecure about your body. Don't worry about it. Go and do it and have fun. And we had such a great time. So Snyder on Call endorses the spa. And we're going to step out and we'll be right back. I'm Ann Snyder. And I'm Julie Snyder. You can leave your tip in the little envelope at the front desk. Welcome back to Snyder on Call. I'm Julie Snyder. And I'm Ann Snyder. And we are finishing up, and we're actually in studio. It's a Saturday morning, and we know that really for most working women, the weekends are very busy. Most things fall into three buckets, dealing with food and eating, hopefully not your own cooking because you'll be going out a lot. Which segues into spending or shopping. Totally. Shopping, shopping, shopping. And the reason why we focus on eating out and shopping on the weekends, Anne, is because if we're not doing that, we're really supposed to be home cleaning. (laughs) Because nothing, I mean, I don't know what it is. I don't care if you have a 500-square-foot studio in Manhattan or a 4,000-square-foot house or a McMansion. No matter what space you live in, your crap expands to Mm. fill that space. Mm. Quarters buried alive. Constantly beating it back, constantly Mm. needing to clean, constantly needing to dust, constantly needing to run the vacuum, clean a bathroom, wipe down a surface, switch the closets out, beat the sheets and towels, 
I'm just overwhelmed. What I admire about your cleaning style, though, as I've witnessed over the years, is it's almost like an event. You dress for it. <laughs> you put on, like, the June Cleaver apron, which is always real cute, and, like, will match your yoga pant or yes. your skirt or what have you. You have a, a pink rubber glove with some kind of bedazzle or bejazzle. Sure, why not? On the, on the cuffery. Short of a pearl bracelet, like, that's like a full Audrey Hepburn, you know, 16-inch glove. you got to wear a comfortable shoe. Sure, and sometimes you do, like, you, you have your hair up in some kind of tie back or, you know, I haven't seen the bandanery, but I feel like it might be coming down the pike. You put on your music and you get into your mojo and you you don't do you don't overdo it. You stop, you have a Diet Coke. I do. You, you make check a couple a phone calls, check a Facebook, then you're back at it, windows open, dog barking, everything. Get her done and punch fe- the clock. It feels good. And I will say that I am blessed to have an amazing husband who blessed me with an amazing house, but it does require a lot of upkeep. Mm-hmm. And I try very hard to keep my living room always presentable because if someone's dropping Point off, of entry. picking up a kid, P-O-I. I don't want them to think I'm living like e- a hoarder. <laughs> Although if you come up to two, <laughs> step gingerly. <laughs> good luck with that passageway. The other thing, Anne, is is it, and it is springtime. It's time to do some spring cleaning. We all Are have, we sure it's not going to snow again? Because I won't get started too early. <laughs> it may snow. It's not Mother's Day yet. Yikes. But we all live in excess. And we all have too much. Way and, too much. I mean, I love the way the American economy churns along. And God knows we contribute to it. But we all have too many clothes. We Ugh. just do. Shoes. Sneakers. Clothes. Blech. Shoes. Pajamas. I mean, I got more pajamas. Like, I'm running a slumber party over here. Yes, that keeps on going. And I will confess, I have an entire wardrobe in size 12, an entire wardrobe in size 14, an entire wardrobe in 16, and I'm going to admit. And beyond. I got Yeah, and beyond. (laughs) There's something about me, because I've invested a lot of my clothes over the years, that I don't want to get rid of those 12s. I'm hopeful for the 14s. My 16s are threadbare. Threadbare. I wear black skirts out. And so you just have to go in and really purge. And that's hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, women have a lot of emotional attachment to their clothing, well, to and, their shoes. And also, I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it out there right now. There's a lot of delusion on people. I'm not naming names, but we're, we're making some eye contact. <laughs> I'm just saying, size 12, she was good to you. But do you, I mean, do you feel like, I mean, I live in the Xanadu too. Like I have a dress that I wore to my bridal shower and I loved it. And quite frankly, it's going to be a medical miracle if I ever get back into that one. (laughs) But I can't let her go. I know. She's a trusted friend. Well, I just think we've got to peel back, peel back, cut cut back. That's, That's my hope for this spring. And my husband will tackle things parcel by parcel. So he was down in PJ's playroom in the basement, and he got wow. things so organized. He took out garbage bag after garbage bag. Because it's kid number three, right. I let it go. But I mean, I for still those have... of you who haven't done the great toy purge, it's it's like a it's like an exorcism. I don't know how else to describe it. Like I'm still purging toys. My kid's eleven. Every once in a while I'll come across some kind of primary color situation, plastic thing that's breaking my back or I step on it. I good Trash. riddance, good riddance. So we gotta keep organized. We gotta not be overwhelmed by our stuff. And you know, if you live simply, you don't spend 
all weekend cleaning, mm-hmm. organizing, schlepping, mm-hmm. dumping, cleaning, pressing, donating. I mean, managing your stuff takes yeah. a lot of time, Inventory management. energy, and effort. Right. And quite honestly, I, I, I don't know. I, is it too late for me to flip my life to simple? Yeah. It is. I mean, I love these stories about the people who make a ton of money, but they live in like 500 square feet of organized delight. Yeah. You know, the couch folds into a bed. The kitchen gets all flat in the wall. They shop at Ikea without apology. My husband <laughs> is a huge fan of minimalism. Oh, my God. My sister and her husband are moving out of a 4,000 square foot home into a 1,300-square-foot penthouse condo wow. in a major metropolitan area. She cannot wait. Uh, simple, she cannot wait. simple. Declutter, de-stress. Uh, when, I, when my kid gets a gift at a party and it's, uh, you know, the Pirates of the Caribbean, like, black pearl pirate ship with 1,500 pieces, like, I'm having a stroke. The kid couldn't be happier, but good riddance. Well, we can raise a next generation with very little focus on junk. Mm. And let me tell you how you're going to do that, Anne. The next birthday party on the invites, you're going to say, please bring non-perishable food because Griffin is going to donate food to the food bank. Wonderful We don't idea. need gifts. Perfect and idea. I did it last year, and parents were ecstatic. Perfect. Thank you. And I don't want to I, – I just – I'm done. My kid doesn't need any toys. Everything that he does is on an electronic tablet or right. out on the baseball field, basketball court, mm-hmm. you know, other than like a pair of, of hockey skates. Your home and, should be your peaceful place. Yeah, peaceful of, retreat. So yeah. let's, ladies, let's work on that. I mean, here it is spring. Let's tackle one room at a time. There's a, a website that we found, I don't know, was it five years ago, The Fly Lady? Don't get overwhelmed by anything in that house. Set a timer for 15 minutes and for 15 minutes focus, even if it's on a bookcase, even if it's just to get that one bookcase organized, dusted, cleaned, and throw half the stuff out. Because the accomplishment will... Get will motivate to you to task. the next 15 minutes. Yeah. So let's do that, ladies. Let's enjoy this springtime weather. Let's get out. Let's take a walk. Let's be with our friends. Let's tell our spouses and partners we love them. Let's hug our kids. Let's it, get that Himalayan salt rub going. And let's get going on the salt rub and scrub. And I mean, quite honestly, we love doing this little podcast. If you enjoy it, winter, spring, summer, or fall. Share it with your friends. Like us on Facebook. You don't have to be a techie to listen to Snyder on Call. Just Google Podbean Snyder on Call and make sure others listen. We're going to keep on the journey, aren't we, Ann? We sure are. It's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. I'm Julie Snyder. And I'm Ann Snyder. And we're Snyder on Call. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Bye-bye. Stay in touch. (laughs) Hydrate often. Hydrate often. There you go. (laughs) 